theater when theaters were a thing. Uh, I always sit between my wife and Chris so I can say the joke once to my wife she won't get it and then I say it to Chris and he gets it and, he, and he's like you're funny and I, love I love watching like especially like Marvel movies with Tyler because like even as much as we love them we don't really take them that seriously yeah. Yeah. I can't really take anything I just, seriously yeah. you, you know movie Danny and I watched the other day and I was editing while we were watching it because it was not good I was but every once in a while I'd look over was this movie called Mr. Right with Sam Rockwell I feel like Sam Rockwell is one of my favorite actors ever, and there's very few roles that like are good enough for him. One of the best recently was obviously Three Billboards. I think um, Tilda Swinton suffers from the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that. I yeah. feel like has Sam Rockwell gotten an Oscar because I feel yeah. like uh, I think it was for Three Billboards. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. so good in that. Yeah. Well, and I think I think if the world was like legitimately ending, and they're like, "There's a meteor coming, we're all gonna die," yeah. but Here's Sam Rockwell, and he shuffles out. Yeah, dancing. And like boogie in, and yeah. he's just like, hey guys, how's it going? Everyone yeah. would be like, all right, I feel a little bit better about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if people were just think... sat down and watched Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, they'd be like, yeah, all right. Okay. I, that's why I think he should be the main villain in the next Spider Man movie. Yeah. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So I think at the time man. we were like, is I've George Clooney a really good director? And this then is we. Freshman movie. Then we realized that he's. Not that great of a director. He's fine. He's fine. But he's I've done some. But good Sam stuff. Rockwell Elsa's made that movie like Syriana, Leatherheads, yeah. which is horrible. Yeah. A movie about he didn't direct Men Who Stare at Goats, did he? It was a good idea for a movie. It's like I, I bet you it's one of those things where somebody read the book and they go, "I just it." You know what it reminds me of is like choke. Speaking of the MCU, directed by Clark Gregg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach's like, you guys. Nope, I'm all gone. You guys are doing laps around me. I'm just hanging out, man. I was a little bit like you feel when you guys are talking about metal. Dude, no, you Jim Rash metal. has an Oscar. Get into yeah. metal. Just listen. Oh, I do. <laughs> and listen to those albums. Oh, I'm way into it. I, <laughs> like when he was like, like uh, Metal Magic, he was like, you could, dude, you gotta you listen to You should have a music podcast. Oh, God. That, I, there's too many of <laughs> no those already. Space? I haven't listened to How many history podcasts are there? Sure. There's a lot. Or yeah. the Scythecast. Yeah. We could talk about the movies with sites, video games with you sites. Do, you do one episode. No. And it has all that stuff. No, you get you could do a whole episode about Bill and Ted's bogus journey, because there's one character with a scythe. True. Boom. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. You're not going to listen to our podcast. No, You're going to be like, no, oh, no, no. Jerry's going to be on the episode. Like, like, so Jerry, we've been recording the scythe cast. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I didn't yeah. know it existed. We're putting it out. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, we'll not see. on my network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, and that's, pay that's, for your own transistor at that you, point. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, welcome to the history, boys. Uh, your, your number one history podcast. I am <laughs> Tyler Armantrout. Uh, I'm gonna say B12 history boy, uh, physically sitting next to Christopher Whedon. Oh, yeah, we are, uh, you know, being in phase two, which I'm pretty sure Inslee will take away from us, rightfully so, because you fucking people aren't wearing masks. Um, and I am too a history boy, and you're listening to the only history podcast, uh, that exists on the internet. <laughs> My name is Zach Mech. I am also a history boy, and uh, I am in a uh, in, in the beautiful room. Well, it's my house, my my, my tiny we're, room. We're in your house with, with with all of my friends, just all three of them, uh, smelling each other's farts, and it's uh, I, I couldn't ask for for more in life, honestly. That's I mean, my wife's pretty cool, and my dog's pretty neat, but I mean. Being in a in a fart laden. My wife uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 
And I am Jerry Nash. I am a history boy. Yeah, we're we're recording in person again. It feels yeah. kind of good to be back. The energy's different. It feels yeah. like we shouldn't be doing this. It feels like it we're, feels like we're, we're breaking the law. <laughs> breaking the law. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're being naughty. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. How how naughty? Until all you non-mask wearing assholes fucking ruin it for everyone, and we have to go back to phase one. Wear a goddamn mask. I don't have any work because of you fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> I've been wearing a mask in my boudoir for many years, so it wasn't a huge stretch for boudoir. me. Yeah, I still wear the vinyl mask in public when I go to Starbucks or Mickey D's to maybe pick up a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I call all things between bread sandwiches, and it frustrates everyone. I'm like, I'll have a, a hamburger sandwich. Back in the um, day when Tyra and I would go to, uh, you know, like a coffee shop, possibly Starbucks, but uh, not always, in our full gimp suits. Yeah. They looked at us as if we were weirdos. Yeah. And now people are should look very respectful. Yeah. They, they look at us with respect. <laughs> yeah, they know respect that we, we care about their health. Well, it, it doesn't help that Tyler's gimp suit, though, doesn't have a, a, a like a mouth and nose covering. It's just the eyes. Yeah. It's just the eyes. Yeah. But he's been wearing the, the full... Um, or the ball gag. The ball gag. Ah, yeah. The ball gag is what keeps the germs out. Yeah. It was wearing <laughs> a full ball in. gag. And the nipple clamps keep the coronavirus from getting inside my nipples. Yeah. Yes. And infecting oh, those. Flying out. Yeah. Yeah, because like your nipples, if you're not wearing your nipple clamps in public, you're gonna get coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a butt plug, just to seal it all up. Well, that's for boy, fun. Boy or girl. I mean, it could be both. You know, uh, we also want to uh, thank our sponsors uh, really quick. Adam and Eve, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, Remember when every podcast sponsor was uh, Fleshlight? What happened to that? Did we hit peak Fleshlights? Yeah, yeah. They made they didn't make enough of them, and they ran out. Uh, uh, they ran out of Fleshlights. Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> they probably used like palm oil or something, and you know, I think fle- like- when Fleshlight became a family name, like a family a household, household, a household name. <laughs> They, they didn't sold, need to advertise. They anymore. sold. They sold out. But they that's got, the that's the flip side, though. So like, once <laughs> once Fleshlight became a household name, then any any sleeve for that yeah. use could be technically it's like Kleenex, yeah. you know, yeah, or like Saran wrap. Yeah. It's right. like now sure there's a lot of different brands. Now there's a Fleshlight in every garage, in every home in America, yeah. in every home in America, in every night two or three. Yeah, a Fleshlight in an apple <laughs> pie. That's the American dream. <laughs> a, a Fleshlight in every pot. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking that up, eating that for dinner because uh, the economy's in shambles. Yeah, you you put you put it in the crock pot. You set it to if you have one that's sophisticated for specific temperatures, you get it to body heat. Yeah. Anyway, you what put are we talking about? Crock pot. What are we talking about today, Jerry? <laughs> what, what's, what's the what's the topic of today's episode? Today we got kind of a heavy hitter for you. We got Spartacus. You've all heard of Spartacus, right? Yeah, he's Ooh. the no, <laughs> no, he's the guy that inspired a generation of douchey dudes who like to push tires up hills. What? Huh? Because they want to be Spartans. Well, yeah, but Spar- Sparta and Spartacus have nothing. Jesus. Nothing. He didn't make it up. He's, he's not the guy who made up CrossFit. Uh, Sparta is a place. That didn't exist by this point. In Greece. And has nothing to yeah, and it has nothing to do with Spartacus or his name. So there's no there's there, there's no connection there between Sparta and Spartacus. Yes, there's no connection between them. Bullshit. There, there's no slipping around with some heavy ropes. No. Oh, like Batman in that movie. Yeah, the Batman movie. <laughs> uh, battle ropes. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Spartacus is remembered and talked about to this day. 
Even though we don't really know anything he said or even what he looked like. He looked like Kirk Douglas. <laughs> but the old Kirk Douglas. Yeah, 101-year-old yeah. Kirk Douglas. Yes. Times were tougher back then. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone from Karl Marx to Ronald Reagan admired Spartacus. You got to. Yeah, so like that's all the way across the board there. By all accounts, he was a big man. He was a skilled fighter, a natural leader, and a cunning mind to outfox, out, outfox, <laughs> outfox the Romans at almost every turn. Also a tender lover. That's what I heard. <laughs> yep. Now, whenever anything ba- uh, like big happened in Rome, an important, you know, like an important person dying, and kind of especially like it kind of started as a funeral thing, or like an important person getting married, holidays, feasts, or festivals, there would be gladiatorial games. Like anytime have, there's a funeral, you'd have two two guys fight to the death. You can't have a quinceanera without some murder, okay? <laughs> yeah. Did they have them over there? No. Probably not. All no. right, whatever. <laughs> the Roman people would fill the arena of the Circus Maximus to watch and revel in this brutal blood sport. There's also chariot racing, though. Oh, cool. cool. Old NASCAR. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Caligula's favorite sport. I saw Ben-Hur. <laughs> <laughs> Ben-Hur done that. Nice. God damn it. <laughs> so many people would fill the Circus Maximus that at times the, the spectators would be so close that they would like crush each other mm. and like trample each other because there's just so many people trying to get in. And, it's like and soccer in Brazil. Right. Or, <laughs> or anywhere in Europe. I was going to say uh, like uh, Selena's first concert in Mexico. Yeah. Did ah. that happen? Yes, that did happen. Watch the movie with Selena Jennifer Gomez. Lopez. Oh, Sol- <laughs> Selena. Not familiar. All right. I'm, uh, I'm not going to say anything negative about Selena. <laughs> one of my peoples, man. Now, the gladiators, uh, despite what you might think, didn't always fight to the death either. There were rules to, to, to gladiator fights. This is something that most people don't understand. Like, movies will make you, make you think that it was this all-out battle, and you know, last man standing kind of a deal. No, because these guys, like, knew each other, and, like, they had their dinners with each other, you know. There's sort of an unspoken code, like, when we're out in the arena, it's me versus you, buddy. Yeah. You know, but when we're here, we can party and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a less dangerous version of football. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get the joke. American but... or European? Yeah. American. Like, like for example, like, if, if a gladiator, like, got struck by a glancing blow and, like, started bleeding... Like, they, it, it was kind of like boxing and that they would kind of, like, back up and, like, wait for him to, like, gather himself. And then they would go back at it, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like this... It wasn't a total free-for-all. Because the people of Rome, they didn't want somebody to, you know, win, like, immediately. They wanted it to be, like, a good, entertaining yeah, fight. sure. So they wanted it to be, like, evenly matched and, like, with different weapons. And it was their thing, you know? And actually, to, uh, to contrary to popular belief, the thumbs up and thumbs down Reverso. is opposite. Yeah. The, the turn of the thumb. Yes, exactly. Right. Because uh, they're kind of talking to the gladiator. They say, you know, yeah, thumbs up, kill him, dude. You know, or ah, thumbs down, let him go. 
Yeah. You know, right. I use that excuse on my wife all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, how did I do? And she's like, thumbs down. I'm like, not bad. <laughs> Jerry, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't it actually have something to do with like the thumbs up had to do with the blade like in a throat kind of thing? Uh, or is that something that's made up? I think that's kind of made up just okay. because like that's see what that sounds to me is like, it sounds really specific, mm-hmm. but like these fights weren't that specific. You know what I mean? And additionally, like, like, okay, so like if every fight was a fight to the death. Not every fight. Well, what I'm saying is, is if they were, then you're running out of skilled fighters no, every single it's, fight. It's, it's true. Right. And it's, and they're expensive to train. They're fine. They're literally the pro athletes of the era. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So like they were actually trained to wound each other. So like sometimes both fighters got to walk away. Well, and if I, if I remember correctly, uh, like there were fighters that got essentially the era equivalent of sponsorships and were essentially celebrities. This, that was kind of later. So the time period that we're talking about, uh, during Spartacus's time, this is during the later stage of the Roman Republic. So this is before we have Augustus. This is before we have Caligula or anything like that. Stage three Republic. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're currently in a stage four guys. Yeah. Yeah. Late. Well, terminal late. Yeah. Late stage Republic. And, and everyone was, I mean, gladiators were slaves yeah. and they were treated pretty horribly at this time. I mean, slaves are always treated horribly, but we'll, we'll get to kind of what happened after this story culminates and the changes that happened after this era. Yeah, the whole point of the gladiatorial games were to lay your life on the line and fight bravely. That's all the the audience really wanted. They wanted Mm -hmm. to see you fight bravely and and valiantly. But if they saw that you were, like, sandbagging it, you know? Sure. Mm -hmm. Or being a coward about it, oh, dude, you were going to die that day. (laughs) Yeah, in front of a lot of people. The old sandbagger, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's back back in those days. I I guess it would be the equivalent of watching like old '90s boxing matches. Like everyone was super into like these awesome drawn out fights that actually like even if you know people took a dive, at least they made it look good. Right. But you get somebody knocked out in the first round. People right. are Pretty fucking salty about right. it. Right. Oh, yeah. There's there's gotta be the Tyson of the yes. gladiatorial era. Who was just slitting the throats right out of the gate, and they're like, and biting yeah. ears. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> bite, bite, yeah. And and Timely. like, eventually he went out, and they were just like, pit him against five tigers. This is done. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're like, not gonna you, give us a show, we're gonna make it. You a can't. Show. Yeah. You knocked somebody out in one hit. Yeah. Now you fight tigers. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what they would do too with like the beasts and stuff. They didn't always have the beasts, but what they would do is they they'd have these trap doors. And this is more Colosseum era. The Colosseum didn't exist yet. They would have them come out of the out of the ground, out of these trap doors in the ground. So, like at any point, you know, an un- unexpectedly a lion would show up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, all right, lion out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but all gladiators, they all kind of knew. Like, yeah, we're hanging out one second, we're friends. You know, this this second, but. I'm running you through with the gladius the next. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll get you it's with like, the fucking trident in the net. Yeah. First chance I get. Yeah, that that's a, actually the, their own class. Uh, there were like, I think, six classes of 
of Roman gladiators, and that was one, like a guy with a net and a and a, and a trident. Fuck yeah. that guy. Well, the the point was is that he would try to ensnare you and then stab you with the trident. <laughs> but if he fucked up, he was left almost defenseless. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I actually found out something regarding that class in particular because yes. I always thought like, how do you get to choose your classes? Like that that seems like a really fucked up class right there, right? I found so. out. I, I I found out with that class in particular, like the net and the trident. That's what everyone sees and knows about. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker yeah. also had a dagger. Mm. So just like, in case, just in cases, because like you you ensnare somebody with a net. Sure, yeah. you can try to go and give them the little poke poke, but that's gonna take time and effort. When yeah. you know, I'm 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 they making gestures, clo- but yeah. like yeah. they have like, to be close to you for the dagger, though. Exactly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Also, the way you got to choose was you rolled a twenty-sided die. I, mean, I was thinking that too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you just you, you, you had to know, roll up your. I character. just feel yeah. like if you, if if I was watching somebody get fully netted and they got him with the trident, oh my god, that would be satisfying. There was just oh. a several. I would not. thousand year era, hundred year year era where nobody rolled the cleric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Then everybody had to roll cleric, or you died. Yeah. <laughs> Casting cure on everybody all the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Now we don't know much about Spartacus's early life. Uh, many think him to be Thracian, which is modern day Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. But in Spartacus's case, Thracian is the name of the certain gladiatorial class that he was a part of. Uh, he, you know, like. If if you were if I were to say the word gladiator to you, you're picturing the guy with that helmet that that kind of comes down and the thing on the top, yeah. you know, and and he has one arm with like scaled armor on it and yeah. he's holding a gladius. Oh, That's, Russell Crowe. Well, no, the guy that Russell Crowe fights. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He has like the you know the helmet that sort of comes to yeah. a point. For those about to die, fin. we salute you. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Which wasn't actually said. All the time. Oh, also, it's about weird that rock. that guy was German. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not weird that he was German. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, no, because most of them were Germanic. and anyway, anyway, they only think he was Thracian because that's what they called that particular class of fighter that he was. Well, they called it Thracian. And it actually, like his name, Spartacus, actually just means like guy who's good with a, with a spear on a horse. Because his real Thracian name is lost to time. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's his Latin name. Huh. It's like an Ellis Island situation. Yeah, it is. It is. He'll never have his Kuntakente. <laughs> his name was Duke. Turns out. Yeah, his name was Chaz. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he could absolutely be Thracian, but he could be anything, you know. It is also believed that Spartacus served as an auxiliary in the Roman legion uh, for a time, sort of a mercenary. And the way he became a slave is that he was captured for deserting because he probably wanted to fight on the other side of the coin with Mithridates, who was going to war with Rome at this time, which is, uh, he was king of Pontus, which is northern Anatolia. And Anatolia is... uh Ballpark in... Algeria. Okay. Yeah. And that is uh, ballpark in... (laughs) (laughs) Algeria is is sort of Asia Minor. Not ready for for the majors. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, look it up on a map, Tyler. You know what? <laughs> That's what we told him about finding the clitoris, and he still hasn't found it. I know, I know. It's a lie. It's not even it's real. It's pretty <laughs> obvious where it is. I'm just saying. It's like right up front. Yeah. What, Asia Minor? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What were you guys talking about? Nothing. <laughs> uh, either way, Spartacus became a slave. Now, the Romans weren't like some countries that came along later that enslaved people based solely on race. They enslaved their surviving enemies as well uh, as, as a way to sort of deter rebellion and deter war with Rome and to humiliate and dominate the mind of their oppressed. So it, it was more of a, they didn't care who you were. If you lost and you survived. You're a Roman slave now. You're a slave now. So, oh, Boudicca knows that? all about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So America fucked up. I could have a German slave right now. <laughs> no, it's a... <laughs> I'd love to have an Italian slave making me pasta all the time. <laughs> Mama mia. Jesus Five Christ. more minutes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, it, you know, it's... It was less personal, I guess. You know what I mean? And yeah. there was still a, a way for... I'm not, I'm not calling it a good thing. Or, or even good in any sense of the word. But there was at least, in ancient Rome, a path to upward mobility you know there was a whole class of people called freedmen yeah and you could go off and make a fortune as a freedman and no one would bat an eye that's a difference in ancient rome than uh other countries so what you're saying <laughs> is it's, it was easier in ancient rome to go from slave to wealthy yes. than it is in the united states to go from lower class to wealthy to wealthy well, and yes. we can thank Fried I believe that. We can thank yes. Friedman for so like there's like a lot of things that we can thank them for. Like uh the phrase chicks dig scars came from Friedman from what I understand. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Well, because when they, they, they when they were freed, they had they, a lot they, 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 they had, had a whips. lot of scars from they the whips, whips and possibly like, the arena. Um, I would imagine if you used to be like And they're like you're like, you're disfigured. They're like no, chicks dig scars. <laughs> it does kind of depend on what sort you were if you were like a city slave they were they were uh thought of as a uh, just weaker yeah it's like by spartacus even uh oh, like those, those city slicker slaves yeah uh spartacus recruited slaves from countrysides to join his army yeah uh because a they were probably more pissed off because they had to work in searing hot fields in leg irons a lot of the time you know and they were just harder people for doing so, you know. Also, well, I mean, they get to work out every day by working out in the field. <laughs> I've seen Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, they get I get careful it. there. Free gym membership. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Perks. Perks, man. I think uh, it's probably illiteracy. All, well, there, there's also that. Uh, yeah. You, I mean, you could be like, uh, sign on, sign an X here, and uh, you're going to get a good, better deal than you'd get elsewhere. And they're like... I'm giant and illiterate, sure, and yeah. yeah. No, most of the time it was, you know, put your hands here, and then they would nail the, the irons onto your hands, and they'd be like, you walk that way. That's where the gladiators go. It's like, yeah. well, I'm not a gladiator. It's like, you but are you're, you're a big boy, so you're going to be one. Fuck. <laughs> 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 the saddest thing about it is that half of them were poets. I know. Gentle uh -huh. giants. Being a big um, boy poet, not good. Yeah. Well, they'd beat that out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and during the Roman Republican period, slaves were treated horribly. Horribly. 
relative to what came after. And you would kind of think it'd be opposite because uh, it's it's the Roman Republic. You you would think that there's more representation and what's going on. Maybe there are more enlightened society. Not really. The the when 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 Rome became an empire, at least with slaves, they became more humane. Now slavery is inherently inhumane. Yeah. But right, at least right. at least there were laws during that time that were against you beating and killing slaves. During that time. In this time, there's no law against that. <laughs> and I'm not saying it didn't happen in the imperial time. I'm just saying at least there was people going, hey, were, don't do that. There yeah. were laws that said you sh- shouldn't. Here, yeah. there were not even that. Yeah. Not even that. Not even that. They were, they were like, you know, don't take your Mr. Coffee out in the lawn and throw it right on the concrete. <laughs> yeah, that's a waste. It's a waste. Well, I feel like even if it's illegal to beat your slave to death, it's probably pretty easy to get away with it. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? No, I'm not saying it never happened, in the, especially in the imperial time. I'm just saying, like, if people found out about it, they're like... That guy's an asshole. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it's like, it's like beating an animal too mm-hmm. much because that's the way slaves are considered. Yeah. Is property and like animals yeah. and, you know, kicking a puppy Livestock. was like doing that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the way it was. And so it was looked down upon, you know, and yeah, people would think you're an asshole yeah. and you would get punished, but it did happen. So south of Rome was a place called Capua. And that was like the the hub, the center for training gladiators. And that's kind of what the whole function of this place was. So, because Rome didn't want all of these like big strong beefcake dudes hanging out in the city that knew how to use weapons. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So they kept them in Capua. Yeah. What are you doing here? We're training an army, but don't tell them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, the last thing you want is a a whole army full of pissed off gladiators in your city. Yeah. You know. Well, and also, it, it didn't help that people were afraid that they were there to crush some puss. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, even a, even a gladiator with a smaller penis could probably do other things that would be very satisfying to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Based off of their internal uh, emotional situation. Yes. Yeah. 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 The gift of song. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you know, watch Live, Laugh, Love, you know, or P.S. I Love You with, yeah. you know, and it's, a lady. And well, and that's the other a thing. quiet night in. You seem like a harder man on the outside, and then they realize that inside that you you are also, you know, you have emotions. You're also willing to put up with uh, P.S. I Love You. Yeah, it's it's something yeah. it, to, <laughs> to, to get to have sex. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The gladiators were marched in chains from Capua on the Appian Way, which is Romans, Rome's uh, most famous highway. They were marched in chains from Capua to Rome to fight to the death, you know, all the time, which couldn't have been, I mean, that couldn't have been good, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, sure. the speed limit was like five miles an hour. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was also the maximum speed things could move at back then, so. Yeah, yeah. and even then, if when you're in chains, you're, you're running at that point. To kind of give you a sense of what's going on at Rome in Rome in this time, we're talking like 60s, 70s BCE here. The Republic was kind of falling apart. Uh, there had been a lot of things that had happened. There was 
Hannibal, a generation before that came over the Al- Alps that was, you know, a existential crisis for Rome. Then there was a civil war with this guy named Sola. All of this is a story for a different day, but he like took over Rome and he was dictator for life and he had these violent purges of any dissenters and things like that. It's a horrible time, but there's like all these people that emerged from it, you know, all these like all these amazing people that came out of this time. It's a very interesting time. And once Sulla died, it kind of left this power vacuum. And these ambitious people tried to fill that vacuum. And two men in particular that we're going to talk about today really tried to fill it because of their own ambitions for control of whatever Rome was going to become. One man was Gnaeus... Pompeius Magnus. Cool. Otherwise known to history as Pompey the Great. Yeah. Pompey? That's what my girlfriend said when I named my horse that on Red Dead Redemption. Pompey? <laughs> she was like, Pompey? Is he pomping around? What's going on? <laughs> I was like, he happens to be a Roman general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's also like, enjoys certainly. a pom- pompadour. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm giving my dog scratches on his neck, I call him a Roman general. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. He kind of, I think his bust kind of looks like you. Okay. Pompey? Yeah. 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 Real <laughs> Armantrout style character. Yeah. Not a lot of neck, not a lot of hair, whole lot of cheeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, d- did Pompey wield the scythe? No. None of these guys would have wielded a scythe. That's the last time I want to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> Pompey was, he was a young, hotshot, golden boy of a general. Like, yeah. His name, Magnus, which meant the great. Cool. Uh, people kind of poked fun at him, like even Sulla did when he was alive. He was like, oh, the here, great. here comes Pompey the Great. Yeah. But it didn't bother him. He was like, yeah. I am great. I am, I'm, I'm I'm Pompey great. the Great. I'm yeah. great. Pompey the Great sounds like a golden pony that's always kicking and just being like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> name my horse that. <laughs> I, I think you, I mean, you. You've seeded my brain. I named named my horse Sergeant Brown. Nice. Because it's brown. Yeah. I I gathered. I gathered that. I named my horse Grimzo. (laughs) That's pretty good, too. That's great. (laughs) I mean, he was, after all, a very gifted general. You're probably one of the best that uh, Rome had at the time, even though uh, he had never, to this point, uh, served any office in Rome. He was never elected consul. But he was all these like accolades and honorary titles were heaped upon him, and probably he probably didn't deserve it. He probably, I mean, he certainly wasn't qualified for any of it. But they gave it to him nonetheless. Oh, when yeah. you go around calling yourself the Great all the time, yeah. you just end up <laughs> believing you. Yeah, yeah. He could back it up though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's kind of the infuriating thing about Pompey, is that he. Yeah, he went around calling himself the Great, and, and then, then he was kind of great. Awesome things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where is Alexander at this point in time? Uh, long dead. Yes. Yeah. So long. long that was dead. like about. So, so you don't think he would have been salty that somebody else was being called the Great? I mean, there was a lot of people in history called the Great, <laughs> but uh, Alexander's about three hundred yeah, BC. Three hundred BC. We're talking sixties, seventies BC. The Summer of Love. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, you know, give or take. 
250 years years, before. Pompey was the most celebrated person in Rome at this time. But the other man, his name was Marcus Licinius Crassus. And he was a billionaire, even by this time. He was the most richest man, richest man in Rome. (laughs) How did he make his money? Well, well, let me tell you. His his name actually kind of meant fat rich guy. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But the way he made his money was through real estate. He He's bought up, yeah. He bought up all this land, but the way he bought it is he ran a private fire department, much mm. like in uh, the 1800s in the United States. Yeah, where uh, if a building was burning or someone's house was burning, he would show up with this fire department. And he'd go, "Okay, uh, sell me your house yeah. before it burns to the ground. I'll offer you this much." And they're like, "No." And he goes, "Well, it's still burning. I'll offer you less." <laughs> no, Jesus. It's like my guys are looting your house right now. How much? How how low are you willing to go before it's all gone? Yeah. And they're like, eventually they'd have to be like, okay. And you would, you'd buy it for pennies yeah. and then own that land. <laughs> own that land. And like he would do that all the time. And he owned a bunch of land. <laughs> so That's so wait, so so he would rich. hold people's houses for hostage yes. until he was able to yes. then acquire them. Yes. I love this man. <laughs> See, that's this the happened thing. all the time like, in America too. Even today, like when there's certain people who are enormous pieces of shit, yeah. I'm like, you know, the system is essentially allowing sociopaths it's... to hold something for ransom. And Bezos, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I was like, Spog, you let a fucking sociopath do whatever he wanted. I'm like, you can blame. You can blame the person, you can blame the company all you want, but the system's allowing them to get away with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. It's, it's no, like, it's I kind of can't fault the individual. I will fault them being allowed to do that. Yeah. That yeah. shit should be against the law, holding a house hostage while it burns to the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should have never been okay. And you're the only fire department in it's, town. It's not Krusty Joe's problem that, <laughs> Krusty that, Joe. <laughs> that, that that was legal at the time. Uh... But Crassus, he resented Pompey because here's this young golden boy that's getting all these accolades and he's like, man, he doesn't deserve this. He's like, I could be better than him. Yeah. And he's young. He's never he's never been in office like me. He's never even been elected consul. Like, he's never had all any of these things. Yeah. Why do you get that Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's never once jerked off while a house burned to the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Crassus, he thought he deserved the same, if not more, celebration than Pompey did. And so needless to say, these two men hated each other. But Crassus kind of more, you know? Mm-hmm. Crassus hated Pompey more than Pompey hated Crassus, yeah. Yeah. you know? Sure. It's At like this Obama point, and Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so in the year 73 BCE, Spartacus, along with another Gallic leader... Crixus, who was also a gladiator, they took 70 men with nothing better than kitchen knives and forks and broke out of the gladiatorial school in Capua. And they were hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry for vengeance. (laughs) Using their gladiatorial and military knowledge, the slaves easily defeated a group of soldiers sent to recapture them, and they fled into the hills. And uh, the place that they fled to was actually Mount Vesuvius. Hmm. 
Mm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, this is before it erupted. Yeah, already, sure. But, yeah. Uh, Fucked all that shit up. Yeah. But they, they stayed like on top of Mount Vesuvius and kind of gathered their forces. And they kind of did like these minor raids around the place like around the surrounding area, like Pompeii and Hercula- uh, Herculaneum, they gathered like the slaves from the fields and they would join their cause. And like the slaves would like throw off their chains, sometimes kill their masters, take their silverware. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go up into the hills with them. And there was women and children and men that all joined uh, this cause. And they, they were getting numbers like, by the thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of people coming to them. And they didn't know yet, but what they had just done was start the third servile war. Oops. And you're saying, but Jerry, the third one, what about one and two? I assume there was a one and two. I can follow along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're uh, just not calling it that. Yeah, uh, there was. Uh, that happened earlier in Sicily. Uh, both of them happened in Sicily, and which was n- newly acquired from their the Punic War with Hannibal. Mm. So I'd, I'd imagine the first one was the original. The second one was the the dark middle chapter, and the third one was uh, <laughs> maybe a little too lighthearted. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, uh, a, couple, a, couple of mu- a couple of Muppets, I think. Yeah, yeah. The third one. helping them win that fight. <laughs> But those slave revolts failed for a lot of reasons. But two of the biggest reasons being is that the slave armies were outnumbered. And they were way less disciplined than the battle-hardened, highly trained Roman legions. I mean, think about it this way. You're, you're there with, like, a shitty shield, and a shitty sword, not a lot of armor. Not and a lot here, of training. Yeah, not a lot of training. And here comes, you know, the cavalry riding at full speed towards you. Now, disciplined Roman legions would stand their ground and, like, work as a unit, but it's pretty hard for an untrained, untested person to not just run away. (laughs) That's what I'd do. Or run into the slaughter. Yeah. Like Boudicca. Yeah. 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 Or hide behind a rock. (laughs) Yeah. Like your family Christ. Like the the Armantrout. Like the Armantrouts. Yeah. (laughs) Spartacus was special, though. Because he knew the Romans pretty well from, from serving with them as an auxiliary. It was clear that he was one of those people that when he spoke, people listened. And people followed him. And not because they thought they could actually beat Rome, but because he was Spartacus. And if you were going to follow anyone in a rebellion, it was going to be him. He sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. Probably uh, gave good speeches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, that being said, there's no indication that Spartacus sought to end the institution of slavery in Rome. The prevailing thought is that he was leading this force to to eventually become free and, you know, move away from Rome. So not so much no more slavery, but more so we're free from slavery. Exactly. Well, he probably yeah. understood that that's a fight he couldn't win. Yeah. No, I, I think he was astute enough to know that. Yeah, he's like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going to bring Rome to its knees. You go to Switzerland, they're neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to start our own town. It's going to be called Slavesville, and everyone's going to be good at taking care of people that aren't here because there's no more not 
slaves, but we'll figure it out. There'll be probably new masters based yeah. off the most adept slaves. No, fuck, we, we, we ended up right where we started. <laughs> we'll be the new masters. Yeah. 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 Enslave the Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> Get some of that holy cheese and all those watches and knives that they do. Yeah. <laughs> they invented milk chocolate. Let's not... Uh... Is that them? Yeah. Is that them? That's I that for was, sure. I thought that was the Chinese. They didn't invent everything. <laughs> Uh, I got I got milk chocolate mixed up with fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you get that like fireworks chocolate from Trader Joe's. Oh it's yeah, like, uh, pops. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Pretty much just pop rocks and chocolate. Be- yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Being and banging against my palate. That's yeah. Talk talk about a snack. <laughs> Welcome to the Trader Joe's podcast. <laughs> so the growing slave army set up their base camp on Mount Vesuvius and. Slaves from all around the countryside abandon their fields to to go and to go and be with Spartacus, and in fact, uh, the archaeological evidence suggests that a third of Spartacus's army are actually female. Nice. And for a long time, they were like, ah, the females were there just cheering them on. But again, if you're not Roman, it's not weird to have females fight with you. Only if you're Roman yeah. is that Romans right. hated women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Listen to our Boudicca episode to learn yeah. more about that. Yeah. So what they what they started to do is like raid surrounding villages for food and weapons, freeing other slaves to come join their ranks. But a lot of the time they just liked the sight of a burning Roman village oh. while they sat laughing on Ooh. top of their Roman treasure. Mama me. <laughs> come Doesn't. on. It, it's, yeah. it's a bonfire party at that point. It's it sounds fun. cool as shit. And plus, houses back then, they were built to burn. Let's they went right up. Yeah. <laughs> you got so much hay and, like, dry wood. They didn't have asbestos yet. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have asbestos, therefore, they weren't the bestest. Yeah. <laughs> Been saying that for years. <laughs> uh, it is clear, however, that, that Spartacus didn't really condone the burning of villages. After all, it hurt the regular people that were working there oh, more yeah, than it hurt time. Rome. Yeah. You know, like... It's like Rome doesn't care. Dude, fuck these peasants. I'm gonna burn their house down for Yeah. For fun. <laughs> oh, you mean it's Roman. The standing institution uh saw small pockets of unrest and completely ignored it. Yeah. Because they didn't think it affected them. Yeah. It, okay. That's exactly what was going on. Weird. I'm glad that stopped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now we live in a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the rating, you know, it was vengeance, you know, and they loved that. And they wanted it, and they needed it. And they knew that if they were ever going to really face off against a Roman army in open battle, they'd kind of need to train, you know? So what they would do is they would have, like, an experienced guy train a group of guys, and then that group of guys would go train their own groups of guys. Oh, I smell a montage. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, that's a montage. This is uh, the, the thing where they go to the village in every, like, science fiction thing, where they train the untrained village. Who he hi ya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Army of Darkness. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Phil gets in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. It's in so many things. So soon, the slave army knew the basics of fighting Romans, but that's about it. That's about as far as it went. Is that they were just a little bit better trained than your other slave armies that were out there. They they did uh, fighting one hundred and one combat one hundred and one yes indeed um, yeah. and uh, there there was no uh, teacher for the O uh, two classes no <laughs> well, and, and it's crazy too because like like uh, if many of the slaves were 
if they had the same background as somebody like Spartacus, right? You would think they'd all be like, like, you know, essentially like marsh, essentially the martial arts of the time, yeah, you know, sword, spear, etc. They'd be able to pass that on really easily. But yeah. I think gladiatorial fighting is a very different beast well, than like like army army to army military like well, engagement. Well, yeah, the, there's tactics involved when, when there's a, an army present. But uh, like the like a person who just picked up a sword, yeah. like a gladius, would try slashing. Yeah. But that's not the most it's a effective. Stabby weapon. It's a stabby weapon. So you would have to train Pokemon to thrust, guts. you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, in our Boudicca episode, you know, bounce them off your shields and then jam that gladius mm-hmm. up through their rib cage. Yeah. You know, that's that's how you really went. And then it, you'd back up, you know, form your wall again. It's literally uh, a soldier versus a street fighter. Right. Yes, exactly. Quarter circle forward. Yeah. High punch. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you got yourself in a Hadouken. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta electrify yourself and do the forward spinny move. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean quarter circle back kick, and then you do yourself the hurricane kick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I'm not much of a Ryu Ken guy. I'm more of a Guile Blanca guy. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I was a two, Blanca guy. A lot of two second back charge. Yes, yeah. the charge characters. Not my jam. Uh, so after two years of raiding and generally just making Rome look bad, Spartacus Spartacus's army really swelled and according to ancient accounts they numbered as many as 120,000 oof cool but you always gotta take those numbers with a grain of salt it yeah. was probably more like 70,000 which is still a lot that's a lot 70,000 people yeah I man but still like think about how much poop was happening <laughs> they in just, those camps dude they just toss it out too oh, like dude. they they it's not like they're putting it in a hole. They oh. just toss it out into yeah. like the it's place like you that. Uh, what is kids you know sketch where uh, Timmy like shits in his pants and he goes, "Oh, gross!" and he just <laughs> throws, throws it, in, it the in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 the first. Except in, except in Rome, you just throw it on the ground. Yeah, it was. They didn't f- have trash. Yeah. Like the first Burning Man. <laughs> yeah. The reason why there's such stringent rules around that the camping in that situation, mm. they're like you make you make a city for a week. There's gonna be a lot of poop. Yeah, and uh, and so they got like, some real wait. serious shit going on. They didn't no think about the head. poop because they're a bunch of fucking hippies. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I spent all this time thinking about how much LSD I need for this week. I didn't even think about how much. Forgot I had baking. How much yeah. poopy? Um, LSD makes a lot of poop. Should just hired a terrar man to come in. Yeah, anyway. eat, eat, eat it up. Make <laughs> it up. <laughs> eat all that poop. Yeah, but that force of of at least seventy thousand. That was larger than what Hannibal had when he took his army over the Alps. And that was more than the one Julius Caesar had when he conquered Gaul. So larger than Hannibal had, is that plus or minus elephants? And are we accounting several humans to count for one elephant? Yeah, how many humans per elephant? Well, let me tell you something about elephants. War elephants are more psychological than they are actually useful. So when when you see an elephant... And you've never seen an elephant before. That's gonna scare the shit out of you, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's once you kind of get over that, they're kind of useless. I mean, Legolas killed that one pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he well, skated right down, down the trunk. Skated right down the trunk. Did a sick grind. Yeah, yeah. did a sick ass grind and ollie fucking seven twenty fucking. But if the, if we learned anything though, like you're not supposed to ride elephants unless they're two elephants high. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, you need, or yeah. the tigers yeah. will get or you. Or tigers are gonna get you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, uh, war elephants 
also mourn their dead. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I know you're trying to make a joke, but that's probably true. Yeah. Well, because if <laughs> elephants mourn their dead, war elephants yeah. are also like... Elephants are smart. Yeah. They are. So are octopi. Yeah. It's octopuses. It's the actual... But elephants don't yeah. mourn octopi. You don't know that. Well, it's fair. Uh, test that shit in the lab until yeah. you come back to me. Get it peer-reviewed. But considering it was a slave army, though, Rome really didn't take it seriously. They're like, yeah. eh, it's it's a crime wave. That's what that is. It's it's some escaped slaves, and they're raiding, and it's, yeah. it's a crime wave. It's the way Republicans view coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. How's that going, fucking Florida? Uh, it's the highest rated show on Adult Swim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Rome would learn otherwise. The hard way. And very quickly. So Spartacus and his army, they raided all across southern Italy. But finally, the Romans sent two small armies under Praetorian command. And the first one, commanded by a name uh, a man named Gaius Claudius Glauber. <laughs> He's going to glob you. I know you guys were going to... We're know. civil men. I we know. laugh at names. Yeah. <laughs> He's got glob Remember right gangle? In yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we got glob and gangle and slippity belmo. I made him up. He's probably coming up in the next episode. Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. Well, Glober had a force of 3,000 militiamen. Cold. They're not, not even real legion, you know, and it was kind of hastily tossed together to kind of deal with it. And they're like, eh, it'll be fine. Would you say that he really globbed it on? Oh, yeah. He globbed it on for sure. Probably more drums than swords. <laughs> so using unorthodox guerrilla hit-and-run tactics and night raids, it was like nothing the Romans had ever seen before. Glauber tried to block the only way down from the base camp at Mount Vesuvius. Like, he tried to block it to try to starve them out. Because that's kind of like the lazy way of doing it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just starve them out and they'll give up. Sure. Um, but it works sometimes. OGC oh, yeah. like can't get out. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like uh, Leningrad. Yeah, exactly. And that worked out great for the Nazis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait until we do the fall of Jerusalem. <laughs> that's a that's a brutal story. But Spartacus and his army, they fashioned ropes from the trees and rappelled down the rock face of of the mountain Jesus. to get behind Glauber's force. It's like G.I. Joe 2. Yeah. yeah. Rise of Cobra 2. Remember that? They, had the, they were going down the fucking wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. talking about with the ropes? Yeah. yeah. I saw it in the theater. I never saw the first one. <laughs> so Spartacus and his force all of a sudden appeared behind Glauber and was totally annihilated. Bobby appeared behind Clobber. <laughs> That's what his name was. So, would you say that they clobbered Glober? Yeah, I yes. would say that. <laughs> Do you think he ever was like, it's Glober in time? <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> I wouldn't have come up with that if you didn't just say that. So, yeah. it's a team effort. So, they, I mean, they had the numbers, but more importantly, they had Spartacus's keen sense for military tactics. Anyone else would have just run down the hill and tried to get him at a choke point, which yeah. would have been a mistake. Yeah. That's how they are They are winning, you know what I mean? And Spartacus's troops were fighting for different reasons. Like, they were fighting for their lives. And they, they yeah, it was less, they were a less disciplined force, but it was either live, you know, you know, die with a, a sword in your hand. Live free or die. Yeah, or, or die in chains. Don't tread on me, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd rather die standing than live on my knees. It's true. Or live knee- kneeling. Do we still... No. Die on my feet than yeah. live on your knees. There's a lot of versions of that. And, yeah. I would rather die on my feet than die uh, performing oral sex on a man that I didn't love. Yeah, well, I mean, also, I mean, I could, I, I wouldn't mind living performing oral sex on somebody that I cared about, or was, I mean, passingly attracted to, or maybe I owed a lot of money to, and like, <laughs> given the season. So a second Praetor army was dispatched to deal with Spartacus, this time under Publius Varinius. Nothing funny there. <laughs> Jerry, come on. That's their names, man. Publius. We're, we're Publius is a common name in Rome. Well, Not now. <laughs> in Rome it is. And this time it is. We are listening to the history of a bunch of dudes who lost bets. They all lost bets. And they're like, if you lose the bet, you're going to be Publius. <laughs> because you are, in fact, the most Publi of the group. <laughs> Oh. We're children. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Varinius is actually how he's better known as. Um, I'm fine with that. It's less funny, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. For some reason, he split his army into, tro- into, into two, probably to try to outflank Spartacus, but he didn't have the same numbers. So most historians are like, what the fuck was he thinking when he did that? Because... Because he fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, th- that's classic like horror Cla- movie trope. We should split up, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, cover exactly. ground better. Classic yeah, exactly. Publius. <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was like the uh, the QB. You know, like he was you know he he was the Fred of the group of the uh, Scooby Doo gang. Yeah. Yes, he just wanted yeah. to go and bang we, Daphne. Yeah. yeah, say gang. Yeah, let's split up. I'm with Daphne. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with uh, Daphne you, you in this hotel room. Yeah. Uh, you guys by go yourself. to the. You guys go into the haunted house. Unfortunately, because she's clearly the best one. Yeah, except for when she loses her glasses and then is useless for a while. Oh, that's Velma. That's Velma. Yeah, that's what you said. She doesn't need. Oh, I she... said Daphne. No, no, she doesn't need her glasses. <laughs> she's doing that for attention. Uh, so both of Varinius's forces were easily crushed by Spartacus. So now they had Roman equipment to fully outfit most of the slave army. Like, they picked up the swords and the shields and I have the a armor. machine gun now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, right. ho, ho, Thank yeah. <laughs> We're all talking about the same thing. Yeah. So from 73 to 72 BCE, Spartacus and his army trained and raided nearby towns, making them an even more substantial threat to Rome. They're like, oh, Jesus, these two Praetor armies both got obliterated by Spartacus. And now they all got a bunch of armor and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, now we don't. Th- one thing about this story is we don't really know the motivations behind a lot of these decisions that were made. So we have to kind of guess. Now Spartacus and Crixus seem to have disagreed on what they should do next. So Spartacus he wanted to make a break for it and head north, assuming he and his army would escape over the Alps. But Crixus pointed out that Pompey was busy putting down the last of the Marian rebels in Spain, and the rest of the legions were busy fighting Mithridates in the east, and no one was going to return anytime soon, so you may as well stick in southern Italy, where there wasn't anyone to stop you, and just keep raiding, and if, if there was something to be got, may as well get it 
well, you can get it. You know what I mean? So you have the sun and the water and the olives. They're all in season. Ripe tomato. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you're just living that life in, in, you know, in the South and just having a great time. Not to mention, I do think this lends credence, the fact that there weren't a lot of chroniclers in that bunch that they were like, who knows how to use a sword? I do. Who knows how to use, like, I don't know, a scythe? I do. Who knows how to write about all the stuff we're doing? Nobody? No, nobody? Yeah. No? No, the only people writing about Spartacus were Romans. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they wrote it in a propaganda way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Teaching it, it a propaganda. slave to write is the lowest rung of responsibility they, well, they and taught him to and fight you, which was probably a mistake yeah yeah right yeah seriously <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake well <laughs> teach him one or the other that one's Don't an teach old both. pompey yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's an old pompey so the two disagreed and they split up their armies uh crixus taking somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty thousand men and he went south and spartacus took the remaining and he headed north But Rome was done fucking around. They would now send a full consular army to go and deal with them. Well, that's unfortunate, because I would have went and hung out with Crixus somewhere down south. Ooh. Yeah. I wouldn't have. That's a big mistake. Go to Switzerland, man. Yeah. The Alps will be tough. It'll be like... Most of these men have never even seen the Alps They just gotta go through the mines of Moria. Yeah. They're about to find out what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was good. Good job, Tyler. (laughs) We will not explain that that reference to the audience. If you don't get it, that's on you. Look it up. (laughs) You will find it on YouTube. You will be delighted when you find out where that comes from. Cable TV used to be a thing. Yeah. (laughs) So in the spring of 72 BCE, one consular army crushed Crixus's force. Including Crixus himself. Mm. Like I don't regret it. all of them. Yeah, it's well, okay. you would have died. It's fine. <laughs> the summertime vibes, man. The, the summertime spring. when the weather is This hot. army was like top-notch, vascular, oily, hairless men. You're <laughs> ready to fight. You're giving me a chub right now, just like describing it. They all had chubs. It makes a lot of sense. Okay, now I'm just rock hard. Yeah. It was like... Making me it was pretty much gay porn with yeah. more bronze. There's a comfortable <laughs> because all the rest of us have fully erect penises. Yeah. yeah. And uh that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so heading north, the the Roman consular army tried to tried to block and trap Spartacus in, in like a vice maneuver. Like mm. show up in the front so he can't go forward. And then appear behind him, so he's trapped. And then they kind of move, they kind of sandwich him in there. Squish him in. The old human centipede maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So thinking quickly, however, Spartacus and his armies broke the front line, sending the legions fleeing, then wheeled around and beat back the force behind him. Cool. Amazing. Probably bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually not a lot of evidence that the same army that crushed Crixus came up and was that behind flank that he may have like a couple of days or maybe a week or so passed and then he beat back that consular army. So are you suggesting that there was a second army on the grassy knoll? 
<laughs> no, I'm saying there wasn't. Okay. Uh, and it was just much later. They were a little fresher. Just magic army. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, so, so, so Rome likes to bullshit about their enemies and make them sound like they were even bigger and better than what they were. Well, it was just the facts of what happened. It's hard to, it's hard to find, like, it's hard to tell people like, oh yeah, you know, 10,000 guys just, they just, they disappeared. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're gone. Yeah. I mean, I think with the writers, uh, and the, the two writers that we, that we take this from, uh, are named Appian and Plutarch and they have differing accounts Sure. But, uh, yeah, they're absolutely writing for propaganda. Yeah. So, they want to make a, the bad guy be bad. Yeah, I mean? it's just so fascinating to me, though, that uh, for propaganda, they make the bad guys look so fucking badass. They do that all the time. <laughs> look at Boudicca. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah like, no. <laughs> that's what, it blows my mind. Like, well, I well, think that if you... What's offensive to them is, like, Badass to us. Right, so yeah. there was like two journalists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and they both worked like, for the same newspaper. If you if you amp up how badass your enemy is and you still beat them, doesn't it kind of make you look better? Well, that's I think what what that's what they were trying. I to think do. that's their whole point. That was your right. attempt? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, something I forgot to mention is history does not record her name, but there was maybe it was his wife. But there was, all she's remembered as, which is insanely sexist, is Spartacus's woman. (laughs) And she was probably a slave as well. Uh, But she was some sort of soothsayer or something. And this is kind of a normal thing for Germanic and Celtic and Gallic cultures of the time right that women were the ones that sort of predicted what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and it has this it's kind of crazy like it has this whole thing about uh it's because of like menstrual cycles it's because of the moon it's because of all these things adding up and and the common sense that they have that us men don't have <laughs> yeah i can attest that that's yeah. all true yes. well and, and well and i think in addition to that like okay so like if you look at a lot of uh a lot of cultures that are like pre-media like mm. pre mass media, um, spiritual, religious, like kind of support is that it takes yeah. that place and so, pagan and total. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, right. and, and yeah. And, um, like if you think about like, uh, and this is like a total fucking di- like kind of divergence, but like the classic Maya, like, like priests right. were, were essentially the kind of, the the part of the social fabric yeah so leaders of like moral decency yeah moral like decency yeah. and and things like that so um having having somebody who despite how they measured their success yeah um it makes a lot of sense that they existed yeah and uh and and also whether it's like a placebo effect or not i wouldn't detract that from the success of the group no, certainly not. Yeah. Certainly right. not. Uh, but what what she did do uh, while Spartacus was building his army, she had a vision. This is what they say that Spartacus was the representative of Dionysus. Oh, and sick. now now Dionysus is not kind of how we know it now. Like back then, Dionysus stood for a lot more than what we think he did. 
Um, he's not just the god of partying. In fact, it's more evidence to say that Spartacus was probably Thracian, because the Thracians, it was kind of their, it was like their god. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they had the whole pantheon, but that was like their main guy, right. was Dionysus. And yet again, he stood for a lot more than just right, yeah, partying and sex and stuff. So he spoke directly to Dionysus, and that was another reason why he had this army that followed him without question. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like if Dionys if 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 it was the fact that Dionysus was the god of like partying and drinking and like fucking and stuff, yeah, and that's why they followed Dionysus. They're like, I can't wait till after all this army shit because we're gonna get laid. Yeah, <laughs> right. We get fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> party on Spartacus. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so after this, after this battle uh, where there's conflicting reports as he's moving north, Spartacus, he he, what he did is he actually executed close to three hundred Roman prisoners to avenge the death of Crixus. He even held to-the-death gladiatorial matches in his honor. Again, like, for funeral purposes. Right. And this like was, you do. And this was, like, an honorable thing for the gladiators to do. So they did it totally willingly. Sure. But, yeah, like, again, death for a death kind of. It was yeah. an honor thing. You to guys do. better fight to the death at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> my first act of not being a slave is making these guys be slaves and fight to the death. <laughs> Got right. it. Yeah. He did that. Uh, Slavery is so ingrained in their culture. Yeah. What are you going to do? But now they had to book it north, you know, because they're on to them now. So Spartacus killed, like, all of his prisoners. He burned unnecessary supplies. He butchered animals that would slow them down and and feed his troops. And he booked it towards the Lombardi Plain, which is that little flat spot at the north of Italy, Mm -hmm. right in front of the Alps. In fact, in this like little flat area of the plain, you can see this like wall of rock and mountains that is the Alps. And I would love to make some kind of reference to Vince Lombardi, but besides a tenuous idea that he has something to do with football, I don't know what that guy's about, so let's just move on. He's the coach of the Green Bay Packers. He's a legendary coach of the Green Good Bay Packers. Him. I only know that because I'm just... I just know about the lower spine, you know. Yeah. Yes. There you go. They're seeing, they're seeing this for the first time, this just wall of jagged-ass mountains. And he goes, all right, we're going to go over those. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to what? Yeah. We're on foot here, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? What else was there? there? Yeah, yeah. He's like, don't worry. The guy in the future uh, will, will do this, but it's going to be really, really cold where he's at. Which Shackleton? Yeah. Oh, mm. oh. He didn't cross the Alps, though. No, but he it's he crossed some fucking jagged ass mountains. It's true. It's cold. It's very cold. Go ahead and go and listen to those episodes. Yeah, there you ha- go. Hannibal did the same with elephants, which is mind boggling. That guy's a madman. That's before this. Well, he ate it people, was before this. So. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> but he ate people. <laughs> I know, wrong Hannibal <laughs> again. And like Shackleton, uh, you know, Spartacus sacrificed everything for speed. Yes, uh, but. Spartacus did know that those retreating armies that he just beat are going to regroup in Rome and they're going to come back with the vengeance now. And he's like, and again, we don't really know what his thought process is, but Spartacus's army, 
turned around and went south again. Mm. We don't know why. Maybe it was to avenge Crixus. We don't know. He went south again. Catch fireflies, probably. <laughs> I feel like you might be like, I'd rather be entirely killed by this army than cross those fucking mountains. Yeah, I mean, God, the sound of cro- like crossing the Alps like that. Mm-hmm. That's rough. No business. thanks. It's so much effort, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Why can't mountains be smaller, guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, Crassus was given a praetorship and handed around 40,000 trained Roman legionaries to oh. stop Spartacus. You gotta fuck this guy up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And Crassus was a hard general. And he brought back the long out-of-use practice. And this is the Roman... Republic. This is the, in, still in BC. He brought back decimation. Oh no! So, do you want to know what a decimation is? Sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so, let's say you have a hundred troops that you send into battle, and they retreat. Now, to stop them from retreating, like after the fact, because you don't want that to happen again, mm-hmm. what you would do is you every you take groups of ten, right? And those groups of ten would pick one out of them, and the other nine would club that man to death. Yeah. Fuck. It's decimation. Mm-hmm. So if you knew, if you if you retreated, there's a chance you could you could be clubbed to death, and it made Crassus more dangerous to his men mm-hmm. than Spartacus was. Oh God! It's like Jesus. a reverse lottery. Yeah. Yes. And again, it was totally out of use. By this time. Okay. Uh, but why? Well, because it's cruel. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, But he was old school, you know? So I, I think it's safe to say uh, that all four of us would have been decimated. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. I would have ran every time. I would have been decimated <laughs> big time. Let's No, let's be real. We would have been peasants. Because most people in Rome were peasants. We wouldn't have even gotten to the army. No. Yeah, no. true. <laughs> we wouldn't have joined the army. No, we and we wouldn't have been senators, for God's sake. We would have been right. the people that we watched everything else. Like, we would have heard about it, maybe from, like, a grandpa or, like, a, you know, <laughs> some kind of, uh, I don't know, guy running by down the field. I don't know, but we wouldn't have been the main... We wouldn't... We wouldn't have been the main guys. No. We would have been we wouldn't even been size snoodles, okay? No. We wouldn't have been uh friggin' Deanne and the modal nodes. <laughs> we're we're not we're not even like third build. We don't get an action figure. No. <laughs> so so what you're saying is that we are like uh most in, people in history? A, yeah. a, a, NPC number like hundred and thirty seven thousand. Yeah. 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 Oh no. Cool. No. We don't we don't have voice lines, we don't even have a text box. We're not giving any quests. No. We don't matter. The most we say is, I never should have come here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some people call this junk, but I call it treasures. (laughs) If we're lucky. If we're lucky, we'd be that important. Yeah. I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow. Oh, right. If you're a celebrity. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tom Cruise over here with his arrow to the name. Yeah. (laughs) It is Scientology. (laughs) (laughs) So as Spartacus moves south, Crassus caught up with him. And, you know, he tried outflanking Spartacus. Like, he he sent one guy, like, around, and he goes, look, don't attack him. 
because I'm, I have a plan. Don't attack him. But the dude got overzealous and attacked him, and Spartacus took that force out. And so Crassus, like, suffered, like, these losses, and Spartacus was able to break away and then retreat further south. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> so Crassus chased him further south. As Crassus was trying to trying his damnedest to make it impossible for Spartacus to turn around and go back up north again, uh, he, like, started to build all these fortifications, and he's like, you know, because the toe of Italy is not very wide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. like, we got it covered. Like, you're going to come back up. You're going to see us, you know? The pinky toe. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So this really cut Spartacus off from his supplies and everything he needs, and he needs to get the fuck out of there you know, before he closes the vice on him. So, what Spartacus did is he met up with some pirates. Oh. And this was kind of the golden age of Roman piracy. Cool. Like, there was a big industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he pays these pirates a bunch of money. Booty. So, booty. To take them from the toe of Italy over to Sicily where maybe they can incite another rebellion in Sicily. Ahoy. A pirate rebellion. Well, and slave rebellion, because there was already two more earlier, right? You got pirates and slaves. You know you're going to get chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those pirates took the money and ran. (laughs) (laughs) What? Classic pirate pirate code. Right, right. It's more like guidelines, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Chris. Like that film. Yeah, uh, you're talking about uh, pir- Star Wars. Sure, pirates. Uh, I'm sorry, pirate, pirate Magoo and the uh, magic treasure ma- and the, the magic, magic treasure. Magic. Search, search for the golden treasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Roman Senate, meanwhile, thinking that this whole thing was taking much too long. It's boring. Yeah. Move it long. They uh, they sent a message over to their golden boy Pompey. Mm. Uh, he's stoked. Well, he's, he was... He I've was, heard he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he was back in Spain, and he was kind of just mopping up, because he cleaned out those the last of the Marian rebels, and he's, like, mopping up, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come back yeah. and save the day. New thing? Yeah, it's like so, my whole thing. Yeah, so he's on his way back to Italy now. Crassus, he heard about... He heard that Pompey was coming back, and he's like, I gotta get this shit over with so I don't have to share in the glory with Pompey. Because that's the last thing I want. Yeah, oh, Pompey. You know? And Spartacus, he also heard that Pompey was coming back. And so he goes, hey, how about a how about a peace deal? And Crassus is like, you know what? I don't get a Roman triumph if I don't solve this militarily. And you see those those old men clap. Yeah, exactly. All of Rome clap. Yeah, well. Uh, and a whole thing. A a a whole there's thing. a lot of old men in Rome at the time, so. <laughs> anyway. Potato, potato. Uh, <laughs> He's like, no, no, no peace. I have to beat you militarily or get my triumph. Because that's what I want. Yeah, that's all I want. I want a triumph. Crassus then engaged with Spartacus's army. Again, trying to outflank him. But this time, again, thinking quickly, Spartacus did kind of a, it, it's a delicate move, but he did a kind of a juke move, Ooh. you know, and threw him like off and snaked around him. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Now, they both suffered a lot of losses. It was a bloodbath. But Spartacus was able to save a good amount of his force by doing this. And 
he he was gonna go north, but his army was so tired of doing this move, like, and their numbers were just dwindling by this point. And he knows Pompey is gonna come down. He knows he can't stand against Pompey, but maybe he can stand against a little bit of a weakened Crassus. Yeah, it's a long shot, but maybe he can. Right? At least his odds are better than standing against Pompey. So he turns around, and he throws everything he has at Crassus. Everything. And he knows it's going to be a last stand. You know? So he, like, kills his own horse. Because... Ahead of time? Because what that was doing is it was showing, like, solidarity to his troops that, like, I'm we with you. We ain't going nowhere. Right. I'm on the ground with you, and we're gonna fucking fight You know that horse death. was looking at three shittier dudes in the group, and he's like, kill one of, like, kill you get <laughs> for solidarity? Yeah. yeah. His right. horse, John. I've seen that guy with a weak-ass swing. Yeah. Kill that motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, there was the Appian Way that mm. they could have gone up, but again, they knew it was blocked. It's it's the biggest highway in Rome, for God's yeah. sake. So, sure. So... They knew it was blocked. There, there was no way out of this. But, uh, yeah, I mean, killing your own horse was kind of a thing you would do back then. To, to, again, like, bolster bravery from your men. Morale. Yeah, but yeah. but it, but it kind of, like, shoots yourself in the foot. It's like turning off your phone on a Friday night when the old lady won't stop texting you, and you're like, guys, it's boys' night. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Real uh, shooting yourself in the foot situation. It is. <laughs> yeah. Because. But it seems like a... Like a gesture <laughs> at the time at the time <laughs> i fully understand yeah so like to me because i i have a sinking suspicion that uh spartacus didn't do this but if he's he, gonna be sleeping on the couch if he was <laughs> right if he was smart about this after killing his horse hopefully everyone else killed their horses no. Then they had somebody slice them open like a tauntaun. They all hide in there. Oh, right. Like just a bunch of dead horses. And then, <laughs> you, <laughs> now, now, and then you got yourself some stealth warfare Vietnam shit going on. Yeah, you uh. save one guy to sew up the horses once they're inside. They yeah. sleep there for three days. They eat the horse guts to keep themselves sustained. <laughs> exactly. And the army goes right past them, and they're like, "What's up with all these dead horses? Uh. No big deal." And they survive. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's what Fucking happened. Idiots. No. 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 Uh, That's what I would have done. They fucked it That's up. Right I would have done. Yeah. Well, well, the reason why it's sh- you know shooting yourself in the foot, it, it, aside from the obvious one that I'm on a horse, it's a lot easier to kill me when I'm, or a lot, it's a lot more difficult to kill me while I'm on a horse yeah. than it is mm-hmm. when I'm on foot. Depends on sure. the horse, but, but you know. But if you're the, gen- <laughs> but if you're the general, you can move quicker and you can survey the the battlefield easier. But that's not what he was gonna do with this fight. In fact, Spartacus was going to be in the front, like Alexander the Great style, mm-hmm. and right. lead his troops from the front on foot. That's fucking hardcore. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> you know? It's pretty badass. Yeah. I, I still think my way is better. Oh, the, the, hor- the <laughs> yeah. horse, uh, sewing up the horses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He probably would still be alive. I mean, yeah. not today. <laughs> uh, Zach's method, and I support it, and, uh, and you know, I've added to it. Is uh, is is advanced cowardice? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tactical cowardice. Yeah. Tactical cowardice. It's it's, it's yeah. yeah, tactical cowardice. Two seventy one. They'd be eating some. They'd be eating some milk chocolate in Switzerland by now. <laughs> <laughs> Lighting up fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Invented by the Swiss, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> 
in, in what would be known to history as the Battle of the Salarius River, Spartacus and his armies charged headlong into Crassus's legions. Cool. But by all accounts, they were routed almost instantly. <laughs> Saw that coming. Yeah. They're yeah. going to win, right? That's no. what I thought. And now... <laughs> Sparta- my plan. Spartacus was killed on the battlefield and his body was never recovered. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they got trashed. Yeah. Those that did escape, some 5,000 scattered rebels, they, they moved north too, but they were easily, easily slaughtered by Pompey's approaching army. Like, without breaking a sweat. Just like, completely just eliminated. And with that, the third servile war was over. I fucked it up. Did Spartacus at least get a highway named after him? No, but you know what? He got a TV show named after him. But you know what uh, Crassus did do? Uh, He took all the survivors, uh, thousands of them. And murdered them. He crucified them up and down the Appian Way. So everyone could see. And you know, there's a lot of different ways of crucifying a person. Right, like but the Appian Way is best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some were upside down, uh, some were, you know, it's a nasty practice, you know. And sometimes people would la- uh, last so long up there that they would barter with the Roman soldier that was doing it. And he's like, if you do this, I'll show you where I buried some gold. And he's like, all right. And he lets him down. Yeah. Sometimes that happened. Like, I didn't bear any gold. Yeah, exactly. You think they would have, uh, pun intended, nailed it uh, when they did JC and the gang? Um, JC they did. and the gang? Yeah, but that was, wasn't that, what, like 35 AD? That's fiction. Uh, yes, this was before that. Oh, man. They were getting crucified before it was cool. Oh, dude. Crucifixion was one of the Romans' favorite ways. Fucking, of, it got them rock things. hard. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. uh, every time they would go on the Appian Way, would people being crucified be singing Always Look on the Bright Side of Life? I yes. hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Like that documentary we saw. Yeah, Life of Brian. Yeah. My favorite documentary. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. It's not called Life of Brian. <laughs> I think the I man, the, the man who is named Brian. Life of <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Life of brain. The most important brain. Yeah. Crane the brain. The brain that's in your stomach. Yeah. So after after Pompey eliminated the last of the rebels, he was closer to Rome because he, he was a little further north. So he, he, he sent a message to Rome that made it there faster than Crassus could that said, me, Pompey the Great, took out all of these these slave rebels in one fell swoop. I did it. Yeah, and don't don't <laughs> all, believe the other guy. Yeah, all that's why I'm great. Pompey the Great. Yeah. In addition to that, I also ate a party sub by myself. <laughs> Everybody thought it was really cool, and I got a blowjob right afterward. Yeah. The end. Yeah. But he was like, "Where's my triumph? I took care of the last Marian rebels and these uh, slave rebels. Did he not get it? I triumph." Well, Crassus wanted one, too, and they both met up at Rome. Did they have to share a triumph? It, it's worse. It's worse. They had to soak each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought they were going to have to touch tips. At the same yeah. time? Well, 69. <laughs> it's feasible. They had to share in the glory, but old Pompey got a full military triumph. <laughs> nice. nice. Whereas Crassus, he had to settle for an ovation. 
which Ugh. is a step down. You might as well fucking put a it's gladius like the, in your mouth oh, at that he, point. He wasn't happy. He was not happy. It's like the dry humping of yeah. triumphs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Honey, over did you the get your hand triumph? Yeah. No, I just got yeah. an ovation. Yeah. Like, Ew. Well, because beating a slave army didn't actually count to, to get yourself a triumph. Because there's all these rules to get a triumph. Well, it's just like beating a slave by a thousand, uh, hundred, uh, yeah, yeah. You're like, thousand. not supposed to beat slaves to death, and you beat a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. So you get an ovation. Take it and deal with it. Well, they're like, you beat some escaped slaves? No triumph. No. You know, and it's like, well, Spartacus was leading them. Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, should be the, the actual name of the movie, Spartacus. <laughs> Spartacus Told totally Spartacus. from the uh, perspective of the Romans. Yeah, yeah of Crassus. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Narrated by Larry David. There you go. Oh, Crassus played by Larry David. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pompey's yeah. played by, uh, I don't know, oh, uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Or Ted Danson. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> that'd, that'd be better. That'd be better. And even though, like Pompey, Pompey didn't qualify for a triumph. He wasn't old enough. He had never served office. He was not a consul. Because you had to do all these things in order to get a triumph. He was thirty-five years old. He's not old enough to have a triumph. But he was Pompey the Great, so they gave it to him. You're only yeah. thirty-five. Nobody claps for you. Yeah. Uh, and of course, of course, Crassus took total offense to this. So neither man dismantled their army outside Rome. They they both camped their armies outside Rome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they're like, now, this is an election year for consul. This better go right. <laughs> and so it was kind of a staring contest between Pompey and Crassus. They were like, one day, man, one day, it's going to be you and me. Oh, they hate each other. So guess what happened? They were both elected to be joint consuls. <laughs> nice. It's like and the least had to... weapon of history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And this both... is your new partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Obama and Trump both get to be president. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. A new series on Hulu. Yeah. President House. <laughs> yeah. And they have to live in an apartment together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> so on one side there's a man that could buy the best army in the world and on the other side was one of the best generals that the world had to offer at the time and who would come out on top who would control rome the republic the republic was decaying from within as well as externally who would light the powder keg and set off another civil war for control of the empire no one thought that it would be neither Crassus nor Pompey. It would be an impoverished noble that made a name for himself written in blood across Europe. And that man's name was Julius Caesar. Oh, hey, what a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Nixon. <laughs> so that's Spartacus. That's cool. That's, that's what happened. It's like there. the Julius Caesar prequel. Yeah. It is, it is. It's like... Yeah. Uh, at the end, when they Luke has to go to Tatooine, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep, exactly. You know, and uh, it's like before they put the croutons on and the, you know, like um, anchovies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. I, I saying it the way I just said that made it seem like I did not like the story that was just told. <laughs> I absolutely like the story that was told. It's very interesting. 
It's very action packed. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I like the part when they were all like, uh, I'm Spartacus. That never that, happened. That, that, did you yeah. go over that? I wasn't paying attention. Well, no, I, I never did because it never happened. That mm. was invented for the movies. It happened in the movie. Yeah, I know it did. But, but I thought that was a documentary. Yeah, well, Crassus... It's filmed at the time. That's why it's black and white. Crassus yeah. didn't have the opportunity to ever say it. Like, that never happened. And Spartacus didn't survive. Mm. His body would have been... Again, he was in the front. His body would have been completely mutilated beyond all recognition. Even if they did find his body... It, Historically, it, it was that the part stung, when he's yeah. up against Cassius, Cassius at the end? Crassus. 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 Everyone knows Spartacus was devoured by hounds. <laughs> That's what I heard. No, he was just probably now from buried town. in a mass grave. No. Might have not been buried. They just... A bunch of corpses. Uh, he's still oh, somewhere yeah. inside of a horse corpse. Yeah. Yeah, Cr- yeah crunched <laughs> up. He... <laughs> he <laughs> Here's what I think actually happened. Uh, he, they were, he was like, "I killed my horse. I will join you guys. Just go over there." And then he climbed into his horse and sewed it up from the inside. And then now he, he lived. He lived up to an old age in this right, in age. Switzerland. Yeah, eating milk. No, he's chocolate. living in Argentina. For for a second, I thought you were gonna say like, and then he slinked away. He slinked <laughs> away. <laughs> a, a regular old creepy yeah. crawly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah living off grubs now yeah he lived to an old an old age in uh yeah Argentina. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he i mean okay this was like until he developed spaceships for the uh, american government this was like yeah, there you go two g's in years he's long dead you don't yep. have to worry about him he's not coming to your house he's not trying to eat your casserole you can say bad things about spartacus and he won't do anything about it because he's dead as long as you don't say those things Three times into a mirror. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll get you. The, yeah. the ghost. He it will. It's happened to me, and I had to outrun him. <laughs> That's bonkers. Yeah. Well, Chris has a bunch of fucking fake IDs because of Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> Chris isn't even my real name, frankly. <laughs> Spartacus has been coming for me. <laughs> yeah. Never ask about Alfonso Whedon. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know why Kirsten only changed his first name. <laughs> he left his last name. It's like, actually, it wasn't too difficult finding yeah. him, to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why Joss Whedon got killed by a fucking Gladius. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. He's, dead, dead, right? he's not. He's no longer with us. Yeah. That's why I mean, he isn't doing more Marvel movies. It's not. They replaced he... him with a robot that can't write with shit. Yeah. Ooh. A long time ago. Ooh. That was a way, not a huge stretch. Yeah. yeah. That being said, I uh, hope you guys liked uh, the story. Um, we have so many more to tell. Follow us on all the social media. Am I the guy I don't know what you're trying now? to do. Wrap it up. No, wrap it up. Is I'm trying that. to wrap it up, guys. I feel like he's trying to wrap it up. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm wrapping it up. He's doing the wrap it up hands at me. And I'm <laughs> like, wrap it up faster. No, J- Jerry, Jerry did a lasso uh, maneuver. Yeah, I thought he wanted me to dance closer to him. Yeah. He was going to pull me in. Maybe anyway, follow us on all the social medias, oh, Facebooks, your Twitters, uh, yeah. Instagram. Uh, what are the sites, Jerry? HistoryBoysPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. You, yeah, you got You it. know. Yeah. You can talk to us any of that. We'll be happy to hear from you. We love yeah. hearing from you. We are the History Boys. I am Christopher Whedon. Tyler Armantrout. Zach Mack. And I'm Jerry Nash. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Yeah, like they said, follow us on all the social medias and our Email address is historyboys 
podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this, uh, this was also a fan-submitted story uh, that a fan wanted us to do, uh, and I'm glad that it was requested, because y'all know how much I love Roman history. Thank you so much. And I, yeah, we'll read all your emails. Love you, bye! Time. Or I guess we want whatever.